just I'm a blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> I can face that fact. <laughs> Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts, Jason and Eric, are counting down the top 50 movie soundtrack songs from the 80s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Greatest List, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me as always is my co-host and partner in crime, Jason. How's it going, Jason? Hey, dude. Ready to make it happen? I'm ready to make it happen. <laughs> we are continuing our list of the top 50 1980s movie soundtrack song. And in this episode, we are talking about our number 29 song, Flashdance, What a Feeling by Irene Cara from the Flashdance soundtrack. By the numbers. So the song was released in March of 83. The movie Flashdance was released in April of 83. And on May 28th, this song hit number one in the U.S. where it stayed for six weeks. Oh, um, which wow. is part of, Which is probably why I remember it being everywhere that summer. I mean, it was just it, everywhere you turned, they were playing, they were playing this song. Uh, in June, the soundtrack went to number one and stayed for two weeks. Uh, and when it did, it knocked uh, Michael Jackson out of his record-breaking uh, thriller run at the top of the album charts. It had been there for 17 weeks. It's oh, crazy. I know. Um, despite the title, Flashdance, What a Feeling, the word Flashdance never appears in the lyrics. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Irene Cara wrote the lyrics with songwriters uh, Keith Forsey uh, and Giorgio Moroder composed the music and produced the track. Uh, we've already we've mentioned Giorgio Moroder several times in the countdown yes. already. Yep, you uh, like him, don't you? <laughs> I love Giorgio Moroder. Um, Keith Forsey, though, was a successful songwriter in his own right. Uh, in addition to this song, he helped co-write "The Heat Is On" for Glenn Frey, who we just mentioned in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he co-wrote uh, several songs for Donna Summer, the biggest one being "Hot Stuff." Uh, he co-wrote "The Neverending Story." Oh, nice. And yes. then he, he also co-wrote Shakedown by Bob Seger. Yeah, um, that was uh, egregious that I didn't pick that one on the, in this list. <laughs> I'll just say that right now. I love Shakedown. Uh, yeah, I think that's one of those songs on my list. And I'm like, why didn't why didn't, why didn't we not pick that? I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think about Beverly Hills Cop 2. When we that's how long this list, list is. I mean, that's yeah. how many songs we came up oh, with. Oh, man. Yeah, it's such crazy. a good song. But yeah. that's a pretty impressive list. Yeah. Um, Irene Cara won the Grammy in 1983 for the best pop vocal performance by a female. Uh, and she and her co-writers were also awarded the Oscar for best original song. Wow. Uh, however, all this success made it clear to, to, to Irene Cara that she was not receiving royalties that were stipulated in her recording contract. And she took legal action against her label uh, in order to be compensated. Hmm. Uh, although she began receiving royalties for the recording she that she uh, that she was owed, the label Casablanca, which if, I think we've mentioned them before, Casablanca Records, hmm. and its owner declared bankruptcy and claimed that they were unable to pay her the 1.5 million settlement she was awarded by the Los Angeles wow. uh, Superior Court. Uh, Flashdance was one of the first films not fitting into the quote-unquote musical category, but was centered around songs. Um, so as more people started watching MTV, it became easier 
and more acceptable to integrate pop songs into films, which led to movies like Footloose and Dirty Dancing. Let's get personal. So I didn't see this movie in the theater. I was 13 when it came out. It was rated R and uh, I, I was not yet sneaking into movies at that time. Uh, but I saw it several years later on HBO. It, and so I, I, I've seen it, I think twice, maybe it's, it's, it's not anything, uh, you know, earth shattering. It's about dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so here's my confession. Yeah. Never, never watched it. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, honestly, outside of Je- Jennifer Beals, you're not missing anything. Um, and this song isn't really my favorites on the soundtrack. And this list will eventually reflect that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's so, no, I'm, I'm not trying to diss the song. It's no, I know. Song. And, 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 you know, and, and I don't have, I don't have a huge personal attachment to it. I just remember the song playing all the time when I was in like, I think eighth grade. Uh-huh. Um, I remember our junior high prom, our ju- junior high pom pom squad mm-hmm. did, a, did this whole routine t- to that song at one of our pep rallies. Uh, that's how you know, nice. that, that's how big it was. So um, I love the song. I think it's a great song, but I don't you know, I just don't have I don't it's not like I have this huge attachment to this song like I do some of the other ones like, you know, that we've that we've covered already. Yeah. Um, and I think this movie, too, was, you know, I was whatever, seven or eight years old when it came out. And yeah. I went back and watched a lot of rated R stuff kind of in the mid nineties when I was old enough to, you know, rent some of those movies as uh, we'll talk about in an upcoming uh, <laughs> song. So that's, it just kind of missed me by the time that it, you know, just like fast times we mentioned, yeah. you know, I was yeah. just too young to watch it at the time and just have never gone back to watch it. I will say I did look up real quick before we started recording. It is on the hoopla app, which is the one that's uh, tied to your library card. You oh, can find really? it there streaming for free. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, on a couple other services as well, but uh, I feel like me seeing it twice in my life is probably enough. <laughs> well, if you want to, <laughs> if you're listening and you, you know, you're like me, you have never seen it. There's yeah. a place you can go out and watch it for the first time. I do like going back just like, um, <laughs> dang it. What was the movie with, with Phil Col- against all odds? Oh, against all uh, odds. Yeah. I, I do like seeing the the song kind of in context if it's during the movie or where they put it in the movie. Oh, yeah. And this, I you mean, know. this song plays a fairly big part in the movie because it's it's yeah. it's, a, it's at the end when she's you know I don't want to give it away, but it's not like some big. Oh yeah, don't reveal. spoil it. Don't, I'm gonna spoil the movie, God's but sake. she she dances at the end of at the movie. She to the danced. Song. Oh, see now you spoiled it. She I know. I know. I know. End. You never would have got that. Also, Darth, Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh uh, yeah so i mean you know I, like i said i i don't i don't have like some huge attach i think i have a lot of these songs i have an attachment uh mm-hmm. to the memory that they invoke more than i do the song sometimes and i just remember being at places with people mm-hmm. and hearing this song like the skating rink or the, at the at the, the the arcade before our mall was built I remember hearing that and, you know, I'm just, I'm a weird kind of person that can remember faces and conversations and they're tied to music. And this is one of those songs. The breakdown. So I really, I love Irene Kara's voice. I think she's got a really, it's a smooth voice. She's got a, quite a range on her and she's got really oh, yeah. good control over it. And that's really, that's one of my favorite parts of the song. Um, and, you know, other songs that I like from her, I just love her voice. Uh, but my, I think my favorite part uh, I have two favorite parts of the song. Um, 
is the synth work on the background. It oh, is yeah. so 80s. It just it just it just speaks to my heart. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge synth wave fan now. And uh, and this the, if you listen to the synthesizers in the background of the song, they fit right in with that. Yeah. Um, but um, I think the the best part of this song is the drum machine that they use. It's called an LM1. It was one of the first drum machines used that that used actual uh, drum samples instead of electronic drum sounds. Gotcha. And so all the drums you hear in the song are fake. There's nobody playing drums. It's a guy programming on LM1 drum machine. Um, and a little known fact is uh, a good portion of the drums on Pyromania by Def Leppard were done by Mutt Lang with an LM1 drum machine. Interesting. So. I, and I, I love I love old technology like that, and so I, that's one of my favorite parts is, is is hearing somebody be able to program an LM1 so well that it sounds like somebody's playing the drums. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, yeah, and the the sound just the pure sound of them too. You know, you don't get that oh, electronic yeah. drum sound. Yeah, uh, very good. I pretty much wrote down everything you just said is my, <laughs> my favorite. She's a great singer. Yeah. very good control over her voice she gets really low at points and scratchy mm -hmm. you can hear that and then at some points she just wails on those high notes and yeah. it's so high she's got a huge range and, and she has some notes in there that just go on i mean like it's all one breath and she's, yeah oh yeah she's, she's walking up the ladder you know and it's uh yeah she's just a great singer i think my favorite part is around the second break or bridge you might say where she sings real high and then it goes into these little electronic effects almost yeah for that little instrumental and just kind of all over the place and then she comes back in uh but yeah you're right like throughout the whole song there's a little rhythm uh i don't know if it's drum or if it's uh keyboard or something that happens at the beginning of the song that just kind of goes back and forth between ears yeah so good but it's it's almost hidden in the background and there's there's a lot you miss a lot i have missed over the years you know listening to it on the radio or something and not really you don't hear it unless you put the headphones yeah. on yeah 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 and that, that's also Giorgio Moroder's production too he would layer stuff like that right if you listen to a lot of his songs they're all layered like that so so uh flash dance what a feeling comes in at number 29 on our countdown list um the bonus song this week, I was I wanted to add. So Irene Cara has another song that came out after Flashdance. It's called Breakdance. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not on Spotify. Okay. And it's not actually streaming anywhere. You have to go look up the video, and I don't even know if that's the original song. So wow. I can't I can't I can't uh, include Breakdance on the, as a as the uh, bonus song. But if you can find it, go listen to it. It's it's. It's a okay song, but it's more comical because she's singing about this new this new craze that's going around the country <laughs> called breakdancing. Um, so the bonus song instead, since we talked about uh, Keith Forsey being a, a prolific songwriter, he wrote uh, "Shakedown" for Bob Seger. So the bonus song this week is "Shakedown" by Bob Seger. There we go. Since it didn't make it into our list, so we'll shoehorn that in. Very good. Very yeah. good. So if you have Spotify Premium, stay tuned. You'll hear that song in its entirety at the end of the episode. If you're a, if you're a free Spotify user, you only hear a quick snippet of it. But if you're listening outside Spotify, you can use the Song Whip links in the show notes, and that'll connect you to that song in your favorite music app. 
Uh, as always, you can give us your thoughts on, on this episode and other episodes via social media. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, I am at Eric underscore Vardaman. Jason is at RD80s. Uh, we're also on Instagram and TikTok, but good luck finding us there or getting us to answer there. <laughs> <laughs> Jason will take over the next episode for our number 28 pick. Thanks for listening to The Greatest List, and we look forward to continuing our countdown next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.